Today's devotion comes from the second half of Luke chapter 16, verses 16 to 31. The law and the prophets were in effect until John came, and since then the good news of the kingdom of God is proclaimed and everyone tries to enter it by force. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one stroke of a letter in the law to be dropped. Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and whoever marries a woman divorced from her husband commits adultery. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who longed to satisfy his hunger with what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs would come and lick his sores. The poor man died and was carried away by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was being tormented, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. He called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in agony in these flames. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your lifetime you received your good things, and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. Besides all this, between you and us, the great chasm has been fixed, so that those who might want to pass from here to you cannot do so, and no one can cross from there to us. He said, Then, Father, I beg you to send him to my father's household, for I have five brothers, that he may warn them, so that they will not also come into this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. They should listen to them. He said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. And he said to him, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. For today's reading, Luke counts John the Baptist as the last and the greatest of the prophets. Since Jesus began his ministry after John's death, the kairos, the time for the kingdom, has come. Luke also sees the kingdom of God as a force that one either accepts or rejects. The end of verse 16 seems to be saying that you will be compelled to either accept this or to reject this kingdom. This is God's work to drive you in to the kingdom. People are not just invited in. They are commanded to enter. And they can choose whether to enter or not, whether to be a part of the kingdom or to reject the kingdom. The kingdom is a new reality, but it does not negate the law and the prophets. God's mercy has been given to those outside of the law But the purpose of the law and one's obedience to it is still expected. Luke then clarifies God's expectation around marriage. Remarriage after divorce and marriage of a divorced woman are adultery. The point here is that the Messiah and the inbreaking of God's kingdom is an intrusion which reveals 
all human hypocrisies. The Pharisees were adamant that people obey the law, yet they also had all kinds of exclusions so that they could divorce and marry other women. The kingdom of God compels people to accept or to reject God's law and mercy by the truth which the Messiah has uncovered and revealed. The next story of the rich man and Lazarus detail pictures of heaven and hell and a warning about when it will be too late to repent. The point here is that if if you do not listen to the law and the prophets, neither will you be persuaded even if someone should rise from the dead. The scriptures are inspired and authentic revelations of God's will. The scriptures are sufficient for God's revelation. Now the contrast that is described here by Jesus is between the earthly lives of two men. One is described as royal and rich and feasting every day, with the other one being poor, covered with sores, living in misery, begging outside of the front gate of the rich man. The rich man is living the good life and seems unaware of the poverty and the misery lying at his front gate. Note that the poor man is identified as Lazarus. He is named, but the rich man in this story remains nameless. Even with poverty at his doorstep, the rich man does nothing to alleviate the man's hunger. In death, everything has changed. Now the poor man dies and is carried away to be with Abraham, carried away by angels. It's a picture of love and acceptance to be in the bosom of Abraham. Not only this, but he will be at the head table with Abraham for the great feast. The rich man, however, dies and is buried. Now there is a great reversal as the rich man in his misery calls out for mercy, of which there is none. He had good things in his previous life, and now he lies in anguish. The reversal of roles has occurred. The rich man makes a second request. He begs that Lazarus might warn his brothers, his family. The rich man hopes that if good news is brought from the dead, that they would repent. But Abraham announces that unless they hear Moses and the prophets, they would not be persuaded, even if someone should rise from the dead. So it always begins with God's word. And it ends with God's word. Repenting and believing are elements of hearing. So listen to the scriptures, and you will hear what to do is what Jesus seems to be telling us. Yet while Abraham's warning leaves no room for rescue, God does what Abraham would not do. God does not give up on the lost. Even those who persistently fail to hear. So, two questions for today. 
What do you hear from this word? And what will you do about it? May God bless your reflection upon this devotion, and may God bless your day.